What advice do you have for any beginners of any sort, you know, whether it be uh, YouTube lessons versus getting real lessons or just putting in the work? What advice would you give to anybody that's listening or watching right now uh, that uh, is looking to play the guitar? Everybody, welcome or welcome back to Simsation Nation. I've got a guest that's coming on right now that is somebody that I have known for a very long time. We have a really strong connection. We've worked together on multiple occasions. We've trained together. Uh, this dude is just straight up awesome. But the subject that I want to talk about today is guitars. Like when I grew up, I, I don't know if that's how you really say it. I grew up in the South and it was like guitar, guitar, whatever, you know. So I'm going to let my guest tell me how to say it in, in the not so country way. But we grew up saying it, guitar. He plays the guitar, you know, and all that good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so with that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to the show to talk about the subject of guitars, 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 my good friend, Bori. Bori, welcome to the show. Hey, well, thanks. Thanks for having me here. It's been uh yeah, it's been a long time since we, you know, first met a long time ago. Yeah, why don't you tell the people how we know each other and how long, if you can remember, since it's been well, let's so long. Well, see. Uh, let's see, it's about 14 years ago, uh, we showed up to officer training school. And, you know, through that mess and that haze of everything that happened, I, I still remember you <laughs> sounding off and, and, you know, saying the quote of the day and all those different things that we were proud to rattle off at a moment's notice but yeah i mean being in the same career field i think we kind of you know stuck together and and we knew we'd eventually see each other again and i'm glad we did because that that's been 14 years now and it's, yeah. it's still a fond memory that i've had throughout the years that's awesome so, i'm actually excited for some of our classmates to maybe watch this at some point to go oh look at those guys you know they're they're <laughs> you know they're, they're still hanging in there that kind of thing right so listen man you can see behind me my acoustic guitar. I'm going to tell the people that are listening and watching, I have a fascination with playing the acoustic guitar. I am not even close to being able to play a song yet, you know, but one day I know for a fact that I'll get there. It has been a dream of mine. I've got about four or five things that I'm like, I got to do before I die. And I want to be able to play the acoustic guitar, acoustic in particular. So I want to know, uh, because you've actually given me some some tips and some lessons on the job, you know, after hours, you know, stuff like that. How tell the boss is that? <laughs> we didn't, we, <laughs> we, that's right. We were hidden in a room, but we don't work there anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so how did you get started playing the guitar? So funny story. Um, so a long time ago, probably around middle school time frame, um, I had a lot of cousins who were really into rock and roll music, uh, different types of you know metal, hard rock, whatever it was. And they kind of played that music around me and I started picking it up, obviously. I, I kind of looked at them as kind of, you know, influences, big brother type of thing. And just from listening to bands like Guns N' Roses or Metallica, I would look at these pictures and watch these videos and I thought, wow, this these are the coolest guys ever. And they, <laughs> they were on the stage playing guitar in front of millions of people. And I thought that was just the coolest thing. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm interested in picking up a new hobby and learning something new. So um, I asked my mom, uh, buy me a guitar, please. Electric guitar with an amp. 
And she did, uh, to my surprise. And then she even <laughs> sent me up with some lessons. Uh, I took some lessons for a while, and, and that's how I got really into it. And from there, it just kind of went from there. And how lo- How long ago was that? That was 29 years ago. Nice. So at this point, you could probably play with your eyes closed, like literally. And I'm sure you probably do play with your eyes closed. Well, I mean, you know, when you've done something for so long, it becomes kind of second nature almost. And there's a a bit of muscle memory involved there. Right. So sometimes I'll pick up the guitar after a long day of work or just being stressed out or something. And my fingers naturally just go to a certain spot. And it's a spot that kind of, you know, the certain notes that are associated with that spot really kind of warm me up a little bit and kind of mm-hmm. kind of bring that happiness back to me kind of recenters me a little bit right and so uh, that's what i do at the end of the day and i've been playing every day since since 1994 wow uh, 29 years ago that's craziness let me ask you this you know is playing the guitar once you once you first of all is it is a guitar 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 <laughs> you know you can you know man you can say it as any way you want it's guitar guitar <laughs> yeah I forgot, I forgot about i forgot about guitar i forgot about that one <laughs> Get, play the guitar <laughs> so you could you could say it any way you want you can almost play it any way you want kind of right now when yeah. you and you and i first met uh obviously you were not a father back then but now you are a father Um, is this something that kind of like how you picked up on it? Is this something that your son will probably pick up on too? I would love that to happen. I've got a lot of guitars and, um, someone's got to inherit them right after I'm gone. Right, right. (laughs) But you know, it's, it's part of the family or I'd like to start as a family tradition for him to start playing and maybe, you know, as we get older and he can play along with me, but you know, as a parent, I'm not going to force him. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll make it, I'll, I'll make, I'll surround him with it, mm-hmm. you know, so he'll see it and maybe he'll develop his own motivation to go play. Um, but yeah, in my heart, I do, I do wish and hope that he picks that up so we can continue that legacy and play together one day. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> now, now how old is your son? So he'll be three next month. Okay. So not uh, quite at the stage where he's learning how to ride a bike, right? Right. Okay. So, so. I, I buy him toy guitars and he, he plucks along with the ukulele and, he pretends to, to rock out. Sometimes I'll grab my guitar, <laughs> run out in the living room and play. He'll sing his favorite nursery rhyme or whatever it is, and I'll just strum some chords along with it. And nice. we have a good time. You know, he nice. doesn't, obviously doesn't know what he's doing, but <laughs> neither, fun. Ne- neither do I. He's probably better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your son's not quite old enough to ride a bike, not quite old enough to learn math. So I'll, I'll tell you where I'm going with this. You've been playing the guitar for 29 years. When you put down the guitar for whatever reason – whether it's training or, you know, having to be away and you pick it up again, is it literally like riding a bike, like something you cannot forget? Or is it kind of like math? You don't use it, you lose it. It atrophies over time. Which one is it for you? I would argue it's a little bit of both. Okay. Right. So, so I have had times when I've put down the guitar for, you know, several weeks or maybe even months, just, you know, things get busy or whatever it is. Um, And when I do pick it up, in my mind, it's kind of like working out when after an injury. You know, your mind still thinks, okay, I'm going to go in there and do, you know, 100 reps. But then your body's like, hold on. <laughs> wait a wait a minute. <laughs> we can't do that just yet. We got to warm back up to it. So I do find that, like, there's a, uh, I guess, a familiarity period if, if I haven't played in a while or, or something like that. It's, my fingers want to go a little bit faster, but they're like, oh, lethargic. And then, you know, after a few 
hours of playing and repetitions, it kind of comes back. So it's a little bit of both. Okay. Now I remember uh, you mentioned at one point in time that you had a lot of guitars. Um, so when you, when you, when you say a lot, what does that really mean? How many do you have? Uh, so it's fluctuated throughout the years. Um, but right now as it stands, and you can see a few of them on the rack behind me here, mm -hmm. I'll say it's less than 30, okay. but more than 25. <laughs> 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 that's awesome so, so is this something that you you have to uh kind of get reeled in on a little bit from your spouse to be like hey listen what's the difference between the other 25 guitars that you have and this one that you're trying to buy right now <laughs> i'm a very lucky man okay. uh in in that regard is i mean my wife is very supportive uh she she understands that Hey, I, I, I buy a lot of guitars, but you know, my obligations and responsibilities are taken care of first. I make sure, uh, you know, bills are paid and all that stuff. So, um, she's very supportive. She trusts me with, with it. And I, I show up with a new guitar all the time and she's nice. like, Oh, that's, that's a nice one. <laughs> uh, I'm sure if she had her way, uh, there'd be less of them because we're, we're running out of space. In the mm -hmm. house. I hear you. I hear you. Now you mentioned earlier too, um, when you found your interest in playing guitars and your, your mom actually bought you one with an amp. Uh, mm -hmm. do you remember what kind of guitar your very first one was? It was a no name pawn shop guitar. Uh, okay. I think it was about $125, uh, with the guitar and the amp. So I, I don't remember the details of it. I just remember showing up to the pawn shop and saying, okay, this is a good price It's within your limits. So let's, can we get this one? And she's like, okay. And, you know, she always warned me, hey, don't take uh, music so seriously. Focus on school and, and the other important things in life. I was like, okay, mom, got it. Um, but, you know, it, it ended up being a huge part of my life. I even started college as a music major nice. uh, playing jazz guitar. Nice. Um, but, you know, I eventually switched majors because one thing I found that was, and, and it has to do with a lot of people's passions, right? When, mm -hmm. when you're told how to how to do your passion uh -huh. it becomes not so much fun so i was being told when to play what to play mm. uh you know for school and for it felt it felt like band. work at that point in time right and yeah. so i was like you know i use this as a way to kind of relax after a hard day's work or whatever it is and so i don't want to use that as my work and so i switched my major and i still rely on guitar as a, a way to kind of relax afterward <laughs> okay so out of the uh less than 30 but more than 25 guitars that you own. Uh, what's your most favorite one? Uh, I have two favorites, one acoustic and one electric. And so there's a story behind the electric one. Okay. Uh, when I was in college, uh, it was like my last semester of college, something like that, and I had, to, I had to pay rent. And so there was this guitar that I had saved up for months and months when I was younger to buy. Um, and I finally got it, but then I had to sell that guitar to pay the rent to finish school. And so I told myself, one day I'm going to buy myself an even nicer guitar, same mm. kind of guitar, just a lot nicer. And uh, and I did. And once mm. I you know finally commissioned and, and got a job, it took a little less than a year. I finally bought the guitar I wanted, and, and it's still with me to this day. Actually, I'll show you right here. Oh, nice. That's what I'm talking about. So this is it right here. It is a uh, Gibson Les Paul. It's a remake of a 1958 model. And, you know, a lot of these guitars, guitars haven't changed much in the last, I don't know, 60, 70 years. I would argue even the past 100 years. But um, 
the way they made them back in the 1950s is very coveted by hmm. today's musicians. And so this is kind of a remake, a uh, replica almost of that. And so it's, I've always kind of watched my favorite guitar players play those guitars and, you know, seeing them hold them. I knew I had to have one. Nice. Uh, I saved up and bought that one. And then now I have this one. So nice. Nice. Yeah. No, knowing that you have such an understanding spouse, I hope she watches this. I'm, I'm going to give you, some, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm going to give you some credit because you, you've highlighted your, your, your amazing understanding spouse. Knowing that oh. she's so understanding, you should be able she to, is amazing. <laughs> you should be able to answer this one easily with no problems. What is the most you've ever paid, roughly, for a guitar? Um, I'm gonna answer it this way: it's it's less than six thousand and <laughs> uh, more than five thousand. <laughs> less than six thousand, more than five thousand. Okay, okay, I like that. That's a pretty good range. I understand that amount is is pretty astronomical to most folks who aren't in the guitar, but um, but I argue that you know we spend most of our money and our time and our passions and hobbies. Right. So we don't we don't spend a lot. Of, we are we argue about spending too much money on the bills or on you know something uh, that we need. But I think there's a lot of people and I have friends that are that are golfers and and they spend all this yeah. money on golf yep. clubs yep. and greens fees. Yep. And I get it. it it's a yep. passion. It's a hobby. They're willing to, to work hard to spend that money on it. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it is subjective, and some may say that I spend too much on guitars, but... Ah, what's too much? That's okay. That's all in the eye of the beholder, right. because, you know, you only live once. I know for a fact I spend the majority of my money on vacations, and uh, it's whatever floats your boat, man. So, and you know, mm -hmm. the, the less than less than 6000 more than 5000 if that is what makes you happy and you can afford it, then heck, why not do it, right? So... On the, on the subject of if you can afford it, right, there's going to be some people watching this that have probably been playing for a long time, probably been playing for like a medium level of time and probably new beginners, right? So if someone's just really wanting to get started, what is the major difference between getting a less than 6,000, more than 5,000 guitar and a very cheap guitar, probably like the one behind me when you're first getting started? <laughs> um, beginner guitars have come a long way. Uh, when I was, you know, in my teens starting out, a cheap guitar was a cheap guitar and you could barely play it because the action, what I mean by the action is the strings off the fingerboard are so high mm -hmm. that it takes a, a, it takes more pressure to press them down to yeah. really get that note to sound. Yep. Uh, nowadays, I'm comfortable going into a guitar shop and spending or, you know, recommending a $200 guitar uh, as a starter and they're, they're much better than they used to be. And I think... When you're talking about the price difference and and, and specifications, you know, two hundred dollar guitar and like a five thousand dollar guitar, mm -hmm. a lot of it is the hand craftsmanship. A lot of it is the the quality of materials, and really, a beginner is not going to be able to ascertain the difference in tonality or sounds between the, those two guitars. It's really up to the player at that point. Um, but I think with a relatively lower priced guitar, you can achieve the kind of sounds you want, depending on your goals, obviously. And you know, you're not going to be up there with with the you know <laughs> Elton John or those greats <laughs> playing, but um, it'll give you enough to play a song, have fun, smile, you know, just have fun at a campfire with your family, and yeah, I think it's it's more than enough. Okay, Who, who's your favorite guitarist? Aside uh, from aside from yourself, I, I have a, a handful that I really look up to that have inspired me and. You know, it may sound cheesy, but, you know, Slash of Guns N' Roses was a mm -hmm. huge influence when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, Dean DeLeo, not not very well known, but he was a Stone Temple Pilots guitarist. 
uh, Joe Pass, one of the great jazz guitarists of our time. And uh, I'd say Eric Johnson, he's a, a Texas guitarist that plays a lot of instrumental things. And I think those guys, uh, oh, I, I can't forget Jimi Hendrix, of course. Of course. I was uh, wait, I was hoping you were going to drop the Jimi Hendrix in there. Yeah, when I was when I was first starting to play, uh, he was the influence. Because, you know, you always hear about the greatest guitar players of all time. And I was like, well, why not look up to the greatest? And at the time, Jimi Hendrix was the guy who popped in my head as, as the, that particular icon. Mm -hmm. And so I went to my guitar teacher, and I remember taking the sheet music for Purple Haze. <laughs> I put it down on his desk. I was like, please teach me that. <laughs> <laughs> Very and nice. I, I got most of it. Obviously, uh, I can't play as well as Jimmy, but uh, yeah. you know, at the time, I, I got enough to where I can play it, and someone recognized it. I've heard and you that play, put a smile man. on my face. I've heard you play, man. You, you know, you give Jimmy Hendrix a red for his man. <laughs> so listen, you, I, you see the, the contrast between uh, my background and yours. Um, very, lots of contrast, right? Between cheap and expensive, but more in particular, uh, acoustic behind me and electric guitar behind you. Like me personally, I just love the sound of an acoustic guitar. Um, tell me about, from your perspective, again, it's art, right? So it's what you love. What mm -hmm. you love is what you love. But from your perspective, what are, what are the major differences or what's your preference over one or the other? So when I first started playing, it was electric. As a young man into rock music, you know, listening to the bands from the 60s and 70s and 80s and that, that, that glam rock, it was all about electric. You know, the guys I listened to, that's what they played. So that was what I was into. That's what I bought, what I spent all my time thinking about. Um, as I get older and I discover that a lot of people who don't understand guitar and just like to appreciate music, they're a little bit more about the acoustic. And I can pull one out at a campfire, at a social gathering or a small cafe, whatever it is. And it's, it's better received. Yes. And, and my son loves it, too, because he can hear it better. And I run around the house playing acoustic guitar. But I think you you share a common sentiment with a lot of people, right? People appreciate music. It's soothing. Music, mm -hmm. uh, it transports you to a different place mentally and emotionally. That's, that's right. And I think acoustic has that ability to do so more emotionally and um, a little more intimately than mm -hmm. electric guitar. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, electric guitar can be as well, uh, depending mm -hmm. on what's being played. But mostly it's associated with that, that loud, hard rock and energetic um, music that we associate with concerts. Right. Right, right. So the, the main difference to me, I, I think, is that that subtlety and and close emotional um, emotional aspect that acoustic brings. I think I a lot it. of people appreciate that more. I love it. I, I like the fact that you touched on the emotional, and I, I believe I heard you say the word, uh, you know, the the mental aspect of it is too. Uh, you can't see all of it, but I'm wearing a shirt that says "Art Imitates Life," um, and this mm -hmm. is um, a shirt that represents an organization my wife and I run uh, called the Orion Foundation, where we give out scholarships and help support students that are pursuing the arts of any sorts or whatnot. We also are very strong in the community when it comes to mental health and, and suicide prevention and awareness as well. So. Uh, throughout this process, we've seen how art can help so many people in so many various ways. So, you know, when you play the guitar or when you've played for people or you've been around people that are playing guitars or any other instrument for that matter, how have you seen that be a, a positive or have a positive aspect on people's mental and emotional health? Uh, yeah, I've definitely seen it. I mean, we have dedicated fields like art and music therapy that are dedicated to these types of things. Uh, and through, you know, just searching for things, I found this organization that's called Guitar for Vets, Guitars mm. for Vets. 
and they they uh, offer free guitars and lessons to uh, to you know vets with PTSD or other uh, challenges like that. And I oh, think no it's kidding! A great thing. No kidding. Yeah, it, and myself personally, when I'm having a bad day, uh, just feeling down about something, or maybe I did something that just wasn't up to par at work, or um, you know, I find some emotional news out uh, through a friend or whatnot. I, I know that playing guitar takes me to that different place that I mentioned earlier. Um, takes me to your happy place, if you will. And, and maybe it's not just taking me to a place, but maybe it's comforting. Hmm. You know, sometimes it, uh, the right notes feel like a warm hug. Mm, no, <laughs> man, it, that's that's good. It just kind of comforts you, comforts you and, and, and brings you back down, you know. Um, it can also have the ability to kind of kind of kind of bring you back down and ground you a little bit sometimes uh I, I question sometimes whether hey am i am i thinking about this correctly am i being a little bit too egotistical about it or or am i too confident or whatnot uh i just play a little bit i, I think about it it's almost like a meditation hmm. it grounds me a little bit and I, i'm able to come up with better conclusions i think nice. man that's that's that was good, man. I'm serious. That was really good. And, and at some point, I, I'll get that information from you. I just learned something here. Guitars for vets. You know, I hadn't heard of that. I've heard of cigars for vets. Is You know what I mean? Obviously. But uh, I will, I'm going to drop that in the show notes because that might just help somebody. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we, we like to look at people and we see them up on stage or on a platform in all walks of life. I don't care if it's military or jobs, whatever it may be. And we just see that person right there in that moment. We go, Wow that person's really awesome. That person's doing really great. But Mm -hmm. what they can't see, I always use the duck analogy, right? You know, you see the duck gliding across the water ever so gently, but what you don't see beneath the waterline are the feet doing like this. And and that's where all the work is happening. So you can't just wake up one morning. Well, maybe some people can wake up one morning and I'm going to play the guitar. I'm going to be good at it. Right. Some people have that Mm -hmm. gift, right? But it takes work. You think about ballerinas and all the work they have to do and all the torture they put on their toes and all that other stuff. But they look so majestic and beautiful on the stage. But, you know, there's a lot of hard work that goes behind it. So with playing the guitar, I know that you and I talked about before and I was like, man, my fingers hurt. (laughs) You know, I had the cheap I had this cheap strings and I was like, man, my fingertips are hurting. How can I avoid this? And I think your answer was, well, you really can't. You just have to build up the calluses, right? I remember telling you that there are no shortcuts right. in, this, in learning guitar. Uh, you've got to put in the work. You've got to put in the muscle memory to build it. You've got to, you know, put in that time and dedication. Uh, there's no, there's no shortcut or YouTube video we can go or you know, trick. <laughs> and if if people advertise that there's a shortcut to being awesome at guitar very quickly, yeah, uh, sure. I'm a little skeptical about that. <laughs> I hear you. So you I mentioned you, you you mentioned YouTube. I've I've actually picked up a couple of things from YouTube, and I literally before I actually got in and 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 actually learned the notes and the finger placement like I was supposed to. I was trying to take shortcuts, and I I had this song uh, by by Andre Three Thousand. You know, take off your cool, and I was like, I don't care. I just want to learn that. That's all I want to learn. <laughs> and so I went on I went on YouTube, and I literally was watching the fingers of the person playing, and I just wanted to mimic that, and that. Worked worked to a certain extent, but I didn't truly learn it. Like, you know, I was trying to take a shortcut or whatnot. So what advice do you have for any beginners of any sort, you know, whether it be uh, YouTube lessons versus getting real lessons or just putting in the work, what advice would you give to anybody that's listening or watching right now uh, that uh, is looking to play the guitar? Okay. There's, there's a lot of resources, like you mentioned on YouTube. I think that's a great venue uh, if you've already got an idea of where you want to go. I think with YouTube, the, the challenge is 
the videos are like a monologue. They're talking at you, giving you a, um, I guess, a lecture on it. And it's up to you to kind of figure it out on your own. Because at the end of the day, you're still just one person sitting in a room, and, you know, watching something. I think the advantage of having actual hands-on in-person instructor is they can guide you and correct your, your course. Mm-hmm. So if you start doing something and you're watching a video and, and your perception of what you're doing is correct, but really it's not, right. you could be instilling bad habits. You could be doing something that's going to be a detriment to you later down the road. Whereas an instructor can be like, hold on, nope, let's go do this instead. Or nope, you're wrong there. Let's fix this. Oh, that was almost correct, but it's not. Uh, I think there's a huge, tremendous advantage to an in-person instructor. Now, as we mentioned earlier, everyone's a little bit different, right? Sure. So some people may be born with a little bit more natural talent or a little more natural inclination towards guitar, and they can watch that video and get it right the first time, those right. little nuances that you don't um, don't always see. But, you know, that's, that's some people. Um, I, I would argue the majority, uh, we need a little more guidance, right? Right. right. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. but, but if you start with a guitar instructor and he kind of gives you those basic foundation, the fundamentals, and you master those, you can go on YouTube or buy books and whatnot and, and kind of go from there. I so see. once you have that solid foundation, yeah, I, I recommend videos, books, YouTube, whatever it is to kind of okay. take you beyond those, those beginner levels. Okay. Well, you know, as you know, this platform is to really help highlight and shine the light on folks like yourself with amazing talent and skills. And I love seeing people walk in their passion. Uh, don't care what it is. When you see mm-hmm. people that are walking in their passion, it is a beautiful thing to see because you can actually see the passion uh, coming out of those people when they talk about it. Uh, I see that now. <clears throat> I'm hoping that everyone else sees it, hears it, so on and so forth. So the last thing I want to see if you could do for us that will probably help some people out there is could you give us just a quick orientation of the parts of the guitar? Like if, you know, the fretboard and, and you know, and all that good stuff, could you sh- kind of show us like what those parts are and what they're called? Sure. Um, so I've got my guitars behind me here, but there's a, a slight difference between guitar between electric guitar and acoustic guitar. And I can mm. probably point those out, but in general, uh, a guitar has a lot of the same parts. And like I mentioned before, it hasn't changed much in the last couple hundred years. Even looking at pictures of Picasso with a guitarist, that guitar is you know, from the hundreds of years ago. <laughs> and, it, and it hasn't changed much. Um, let's let's pull up the electric guitar. Okay. So obviously, you know, the guitar has strings, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's made out of wood, mostly. Uh, these days, there's innovative and creative new technologies that have created them out of aluminum, and other types of uh, man-made materials. But traditionally, they're made out of wood. You've got strings across the front. There needs to be a way to anchor it to the guitar body so you have what's called a bridge. And this is what kind of sets that tension. And what sounds the notes is the different lengths of string and tension um, that allows you to sound those individual notes. And it's tuned in a certain way that a particular fret, um, these spots uh, along the fretboard, um, will allow you to, to sound those notes. So you have a length of string that vibrates. One's anchored on this end, the bridge, and the other end is anchored here, what's called the nut, and those are what kind of stop it. And when you fret a note, there's metal bars along here that are called frets, and as you put your finger down on them, what that essentially does is it, it replicates the shortening of the length of string. Um, because if you have from nut to the bridge, that sounds one particular note. When I put my finger down, let's say on this fret right here, 
Now your metal bar is right here. And what that does is it shortens it. And now you're sounding a completely different note. Uh, moving along to the what's called the headstock, you have tuners, right? This is, allows you to tighten and loosen that string tension to get it to that specific pitch. Now, what's unique on an electric guitar is these magnets right here. They're really just coils of wire um, that create a magnet that pulls in the strings. And the vibration of the strings translates that magnetic pull into current, which leaves outside the, um, when you plug a cable into it, and that goes into an amplifier. Same concept for acoustic guitars, but the pickups look a little bit different. This is an electric guitar, and um, those magnets I mentioned are called pickups. Essentially, that's the way the guitar has been designed. The electric guitar was first introduced in the uh, late 40s, I think it was, and it hasn't changed much. Like I mentioned, this is a replica of a 1958 guitar, and wood hasn't changed much. Right. Guitar hasn't changed much. There, Like I mentioned before, there are innovative new technologies that uh, improve electronics. Mm. So when you have an acoustic guitar, you can put electronics on it. It's got onboard graphic equalizers and whatnot that you can change the sound on demand. You can fill, pump it through different filters and make it sound like a robot or a car or whatever it is. So from an electronic standpoint, there are huge innovations uh, across the board. But for a guitar like this, uh, not much has changed. Right. And looking at the acoustic guitar, same concept, right? It's, it's wood. It's got the bridge here that anchors the strings on one end. And then same layout with the frets and all that stuff. You may have cosmetic differences, like the, these are square markers as opposed to the trapezoid ones on the other one. But it anchors right here again, and you've got the headstock and tuners. So same overall concept. The only difference is, instead of a pickup to translate that vibration into electric current, you've got a sound hole. And the depth on this, obviously, is you know, much thicker. It's hollow. It allows you to sound out those notes. Nice. That's very awesome. Listen, I just learned something. I'm telling you, I'm probably going to be rewatching this and just kind of getting that knowledge and education as I pick this back up. I didn't even want to pluck a string because you will be disappointed in me because it's not even tuned right now. I've got to pick it back up and get back into it. So listen, I want to say I appreciate it. Uh, I know that you are uh, really passionate about this and hopefully sharing your passion will encourage some other people to follow their passions, whether it's guitars or not. But before I let you go, I've got to hit you with my 10 round, uh, 10 question speed round of what do you prefer? I've got 10 questions I'm going to hit you with. And you tell All me right. the first, first thing that comes to your mind. So number one, number one, when it comes to pizza and, and just kind of think something like pineapple, do you prefer fruit or no fruit? Uh, no fruit. No fruit. Basketball greatness. You have Michael Jordan, number 23 or LeBron? Michael Jordan. Okay. Books. <laughs> do you prefer audio or paperback? Paperback, definitely. Okay. Jim, when you're working out, leg day or arm day? Uh, leg day. Leg day. You're the first person to say leg day. Yeah. <laughs> Libations, cocktail of some sort or wine? Wine. Okay. I know your background when it comes to communication. Are you the guy that's like, hey, just, just send me a text and why the heck are you calling me? Or, hey, don't shoot me a text. I need you to pick up the phone and call me. Text or phone call? This is hard work. I would say both, <laughs> but I probably would say uh, phone call because I can take notes and write it down. Oh, okay. Very nice. Very nice. Traveling. Would you rather hop on somebody's plane and fly anywhere you want, or would you rather enjoy the scenic route and take a road trip? Scenic route. Okay. Uh, attire. T-shirt or polo? 
Ooh, that's changed over the years. I know, now, I bet. Today, I'd probably say polo. <laughs> okay. Because I'm a distinguished father, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to button it up every now and then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number nine, heroes. Would you rather choose Superman or Iron Man? Superman. Superman. Definitely. He's got those innate powers. You know, you don't need to rely on a suit. No technological advances? Well, to have them inherent in your being and be able to just up Ooh. and fly Ooh. in whatever you want. I could wear my underwear and fly. Okay. That's, that's a much in case, better if there's some kind of If there's some kind of cyber attack, you're not dependent upon, you know, any electronics. Right. I got so, you. So, you know, backups to the backups to the backups. <laughs> but you can't get much more backup than, you know, it's just you and your undies. That's <laughs> <laughs> This one's going to be interesting, and it's last but not least, music. When we're talking about listening to just good old music, are you a vinyl man, or do you prefer digital music? Ooh, I, I the sound quality of vinyl, but the convenience of digital. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah okay. Combine so, the two. If I, if I had to pick one, probably digital, and yes, you lose a little bit of that old school warm sound, sound but you get the convenience of repeat. <laughs> I, I like the convenience of both. In fact, the record player that I ha- that I own that actually uh, that I play my vinyl on actually has the Bluetooth option that I could kind of put some digital music into if oh. I want to. So it's one of the favorite, one of my favorite things is combining old and new. Oh, yeah. Like imagine an, an old school 1960s Mustang, but with a modern, you know, V8 turbocharged engine. Boom! That, that's what is. I love. Smart man right there. Yeah. Hey, listen, boy, thanks for playing, first of all. And then uh, for sure, thanks for coming on, sharing your passion with everyone here on Simsation Nation. I literally hope this helps someone just like it has helped me. And I appreciate you spending some time with us. We certainly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here today. You know, we, we go back a long ways and I'm, I'm, I'm happy, proud, privileged and honored to be here with you uh, doing this podcast. It's an so honor thank to you. have you. Honor to have you, man. Hey, listen, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Until next time, I'm out. Bye.